from the Brown and Crouppen Studios. A thousand on the 30s, weekdays on 610 Sports Radio, KCSP Kansas City, KRBZ HD2 Kansas City, a radio hey everybody, station. My name is Therese Paler. This is the Therese Paler Show, presented by Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. So hey, it is what it is. Now, here are your hosts, show, Vern, and Yahoo NFL writer, Therese Paler. All right, welcome in. It is the playoff edition of the Therese Paler Show. Therese Paler, Yahoo Sports senior NFL writer and the host of the Yahoo Sports <laughs> NFL podcast. We said goodbye to the people, but we've hunkered down for the postseason. Indy is the opponent, Therese. Um, you discussed this on the podcast a little bit. Yeah. Um, some may call this Colts team terrifying. Yeah, you know what? The the beautiful thing about the playoffs is now I don't have to watch 10 games a week. Now, <laughs> now, I, can, now I can watch four, okay? And that means I get to really dig into these teams, okay? So, yeah, I was looking at that indie game. And I'm not like, look, I what happened at the end of our last show? I picked the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl. So, like, let's just start there, okay? But if you're a Chiefs fan and you've been around for 22 years, okay, you've seen some pretty bad stuff. You've seen some pretty terrifying things, and I hate to tell you guys this, but the Colts have, like, the formula it takes to beat the Chiefs. Like, they do. Um, let's start offensively, all right? Their offense. They've got one of the best quarterbacks in football, Andrew Luck, okay? Who's rolling. Who's rolling. But the problem is everything they do in the pass game is based off the run game. And, the I mean, Ryan, you'll appreciate this. Their run game's varied, dude. Like, they don't just run gap stuff. They don't just run zone stuff. They, they counter, they pull, they run ram blocks. It's a varied group. They, they can run all kinds of runs. And as we know, the Chiefs have one of the worst run defenses in football. Can't stop a nosebleed, right? So start there. If they find a way to stop the run, then it's okay. Now you got to stop Andrew Luck. And the problem is in the pass game, the Chiefs' only strength defensively is rushing the passer. D. Ford. Chris Jones, that they can do. We agree on that, right? Justin has picked it right, up and lately. Right, and Justin. And by the way, sacks in five, last five games. their pass defense isn't as bad as you think. Like, their DVOA is like 12th in the NFL, okay? But the problem is Andrew Luck's been sacked 18 times this year. That's the fewest amount of times in football. The Colts protect the hell out of Andrew Luck, okay? So they basically just negated your strength because they get the ball out quick, and their offensive line is really fun to watch. They're good. So they're going to play action stuff. They're going to get the ball out quick. The problem is unless Bob Sutton is pulling something that we don't see or they run some sort of scheme that we haven't seen or some players have stepped up in a way we haven't seen, I don't know how they're going to stop them offensively. So then it's like, okay, now the Chiefs have to score. The good news is I think the Chiefs will be able to score. I think it's going to be a shootout. The Colts run this cover two scheme, right? It's passive. They, they do a lot of zone stuff. They don't really blitz. It's not a great pass rush. The The key to beating that typically for most teams is just take what you get down the field. Bend but don't break. The problem cover two teams have is facing Patrick Mahomes, a guy who on four verts can hit any of those guys because his gun is ridiculous. They're not gonna, their zone defense, Pat's going to eat that up. Like I, I think they're going to score a lot of points. I think it's going to be a shootout. And I think it's going to be the last team to score is going to end up winning the game. Um, at the end of the day, though, it's terrifying because of the history. It's terrifying because it is a shootout. It's a pretty even matchup. Um, you know, the the, the Chiefs are going to need to play well to win this game. It, this, as far as this being a one versus five, don't look at it that way. These two teams are closer than that. 
this is interesting. So let's dig into this. You you just talked about uh, the Chiefs uh, while they're on offense. They seem to confuse Deshaun. Um, his yeah. first, his first pick. Yeah. His first pick. Yep. He flat out. Yeah. Did not know. And you said that on blitz. They started to. They yeah. started. They kept bringing the corner off the blitz off the off the edge. And and and, and now Houston's offensive line is absolutely it, pathetic. And they and they. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean uh, they're they're terrible. I mean he got hit nine nine or ten times. He got hit a sacked lot. three times. They confused him. So I mean if they. You don't see that being the case they, with they, Pat or conf- in confusing. I, I know the interception it. you're talking about, like the the first one. That, like, he threw, that one was yeah. pretty New England esque, yes. right? Like yes. I hear you on that, That's right? The, yeah, I hear you on mind. that, right? But here's what I also tell you: there's a real big difference between the deep balls of Patrick Mahomes and of Deshaun course. Watson. There's a real big difference. Deshaun Watson is not anywhere close to as accurate as Patrick Mahomes. De- Patrick Mahomes reads the field better than Deshaun too. Remember when Pittsburgh ran all those fire zone blitzes in week two? How important of a test that was? You know, you can run some of those some of those blitzes against Pat, but Patrick is going to beat him way more than Deshaun does. As a, somebody who sees the field, Patrick is much better at that than Deshaun Watson. And by the way, he's being coached by a better offensive coach than Deshaun Watson mile. is by a mile. So um, I – I hear you, show. I hear you. And will Pat be intercepted on Saturday? If I had to put money on it, you know, I, I could see it happening. I do. But I, I just – and look, this is just a projection. Who knows how the game pans out? People pull out things you you don't see on tape for the playoffs. Who knows? But my, my, my guess is that this is a shootout, and I do think the Chiefs are going to score a lot of points. It's like I think the Colts are going to score a lot of points. Uh, as my dog ruined my kitchen uh, <laughs> earlier today, me and Vern, we were having oh. a, a spirited discussion. To calm me down. This is the type of friend Vern is to calm me down because I was gonna kill him. Um, <laughs> and we were we were specifically talking about the Tampa two, the the cover two that they play. Yeah. And I said, and and all that I can remember uh, in years of really knowing what the Tampa two is and great quarterbacks, they they test you on being patient. Yeah. And taking what you could get. Yep. And I said to him. Man, the uh, one of the the small concerns, and I'm wondering to you, is this a concern? Small concern is mm-hmm. they're gonna they're gonna push you to the number one thing they're gonna do is we're not gonna give up the big play. Mm-hmm. We got two guys sitting back here the whole time, and sometimes you feel like Pat wants to hit oh, the yeah. big play because it's just in his DNA, it's just in his nature. I've seen I've seen Peyton get frustrated as a younger quarterback because I think that's fair. I just gotta keep. I got all right. Travis is ten yards, but I got I want to hit Tyreek. Any concern with with the patience really being a tested bit. in a playoff game like this, of a game this magnitude? A little bit. I think that's fair. Um, look, they're going to play a lot of zone, a lot of soft coverage. I mean, I mean, it, it's too deep a lot. You know what I mean? There's a lot of too deep. Uh, their corners aren't really getting up in you. Like, they're going to make you kind of go to distance on them. But the, the problem with cover two is that, you know, four verts can beat that. And the Chiefs are one of the best teams at four verts in football. Andy kind of led a revolution with four verts, kind of how you scheme it up. You have four guys going vert, and then your fifth receiver coming underneath. Teams haven't been able to stop that. So um, I, I, I do think that that is generally true. And I could see a situation being where maybe Pat gets impatient. The problem is you can't throw into the holes in the cover two. There are holes down the sidelines, down the, near the sidelines you can throw into. And if you have – like Tyreek Hill can beat cover two. Yeah. 
right? Like he can LA do it. And guess it. what? And guess what? If you have Ty and Kelsey on the same side, if you shade that safety toward Ty, the inside receiver's Kelsey. That's giving him a lot of room to work. Kelsey could have a huge day. That's the thing. Like, and Sammy Sammy Watkins plays. Most quarterbacks can't stretch cover two vertically the way Pat can. And I, I, I hear you, and I think that's a good point. I, I'd be surprised if Andy let him be impatient enough to let this. That's, that, that's, I think this is on Andy, though. Like They've got to be willing to take what they can get while taking shots because they can connect deep on their cover, that's two. That's the most interesting thing I've heard that can get Chiefs fans sports horny. It just got me right there is his arm could say to hell with patience. His arm and Tyreek oh, yeah. can could say to hell with patience because he can still Okay. I yeah, like no, that. four four verts can beat cover two when your quarterback is accurate enough and his arm is strong enough and he's got enough weapons. Kelsey and Ty on the same side, they're running four verts. There's not enough guys. Like it's it's no. not enough. Like it's just, so I th- I think one other thing you're gonna have to see, and this is kind of where not having Kareem Hunt stinks. You know, you can you can throw to the running back on cover two, right? You can Lamar Miller caught eight balls on Sunday. Uh Kareem Hunt's a lot better than Lamar Miller. Damian Williams, uh, but he's a good player. I, I think we're we, I think we could see Damian Williams catch a lot of passes too. Therese, I still find myself at random occasions throughout this season at awe at the peace I'm at when it comes to Patrick Mahomes. Like, to think at the beginning of the season, going into a game, watching that Indianapolis defense as we all did this weekend and going, Pat's going to eat that up. Like, you got some players over there, but Patrick Mahomes, not only the arm, but also what he's got going upstairs and that head coach on the sideline. Mm -hmm. Play that cover two all you want. He's going to get his 28 points. Yeah, like, yeah, cover two is not, like, equipped to handle, like, like, Four verts. Like, there are some – my point is there are deep concepts that they're going to be able to attempt here. And, like, the Colts' pass rush, like, isn't that great. Like, they're not – like, these are not guys that's just going to line up as like, oh, no, we got to worry about this guy. They're good players, you know, but it's not like Von Miller out there. It's not even like a 2018 D Ford. Like, you're kind of not that worried about some of those guys. So, I think Pat's going to be able to run around – and he's going to be able to do stuff. I think he gives them a real challenge. That's why I keep saying I think there's going to be a lot of points scored. Now watch on Saturday, it'd be like 20-17. But I'm with you. And to show's point about Deshaun Watson and maybe Peyton in the past, I just think it's the perfect marriage yeah. here in Kansas City of talent, uh, brains for the quarterback, and also brains and history of the head coach. I just think those three things combined, I don't know that we've seen that. Very recently, at least in the I NFL. Hope so. oh, I God, hope so. I don't know how many, I don't know how many fan bases have seen that period. You know, Vern. You know, we're Detroit guys. You know, so I mean, how many, how many times in our lifetime have we seen like the right marriage of coach and quarterback? We're thirty-four years old, man. We haven't seen it. There's a lot of fan bases that don't like get this, which is why I kind of don't think it's the end of the world if they lose this week or next week. He doesn't even turn twenty-four. Or was it next September or something? Next November. Right. <laughs> Like they have the, as long as they don't ruin it. Like I, they're gonna upgrade the defense next this off season, and there won't be any excuses. Like they they could come back ready to reload and go for the Super Bowl next year, which is the year I picked them to win it. You know, like I picked them to win it before the season in 2019, not 2018. So 
We'll see. They're the number one seed. Anything can happen in football, man. I just think this is a tough matchup. Therese, we heard you down at Arrowhead today asking about lessons from previous. <laughs> oh, you guys, that's right, yeah. Postseason losses. Yeah. I want to get into that and how you think the past affects this game on Saturday. That's next on the Therese Paler Show. The Therese Paler Show, presented by Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. Welcome back to Therese Paler Show with the host of the Yahoo Sports NFL podcast and, of course, Yahoo Sports senior NFL writer, Therese Paler. Coming up in 14 minutes, 6.30, your final chance of the day to win $1,000 in our 1,000 on the 30s, our national cash contest. Even though we go off air, the show continues during the breaks. We continue talking about things. And I told you our lead on the show today on Show and Vern was Andy's got to win this game. For a multitude of reasons. Um, one, the one seed, you're the one seed, you're going against the six seed. Um, you've got this quarterback, 50 touchdowns, 5,000 yards. Only three, two other quarterbacks have done this in this league. You've got the best player at, at the best position out. they got Andrew Luck, who may be the second best quarterback this year. But still, you have that advantage. And a big reason why for me is, now you can't go out and lose to a rookie coach. You got a rookie coach. You are a Hall of Fame level coach. You've been to five NFC Championship games. To me, you should win this game. Coaches of this ilk facing uh, um, rookie coaches with two and a half weeks, count the Raiders, two and a half weeks to prepare. We know how he prepares with a bye week. You can't lose this game. There's only one counter to that, and this is not like good news, but Frank Reich is not your regular rookie coach. Frank Reich you watch the scheme of this offense, man. Like, it is advanced level stuff, man. Like, dude, Philly's offense last year, like, it feels like it moved to Indy. Like, the the creativity, um, just the, the well-schemed design nature of it. Like, I think a lot of that was Frank Reich, man. Like, yo, like, you just watch the offensive creativity and the things he schemed up and the way he attacks defenses – Frank Reich knows what he's doing. He's really good as a as a schemer, as a as a game uh, manager. He knows what he's doing. He's also found a way to get the most out of Andrew Luck, prevent him from getting hit. Um, yeah, he's really built the confidence of that team. He's done a hell of a job. I, I understand the point. Like I get it, man. Like there's been some bad losses here for Chiefs fans, you know. But I, I think it'd be a mistake to think like even a loss this week like puts a dent in Andy's job security. I just, I just, oh God, no. Okay, okay. I just I just don't like it, it's not even gonna put a dent. Like what's gonna happen if they lose on Saturdays? Fans are gonna call. You guys are gonna be mad that it happened. There's gonna be a lot of complaints about why they didn't change the defensive coordinator and why they didn't improve the defense enough this offseason. On the defensive coordinator part, cool. You want to rip on that? We want to. Chop it up about that. Cool, we can do that all day, every day. No problem. On the player thing, I, I didn't feel like there was a whole lot of talent on last year's defense. Um, and I I said back in August, you can pull the tapes, and so many people like to check my receipts. You can, you can pull that. I said, like, this is going to be a two-year type deal. They they went all defense on the draft in this year. They're going to do it again in, in April. You know, you want to criticize the defense – you can do it now, but it was always going to be a two-year deal for these guys. In a lot of ways, I think they've outperformed expectations. So 
to me, I think, I mean, a lot of this is money already. I mean, it's kind of gravy. I'm a national guy. I'm looking at the whole league. To have a 23-year-old MVP who threw 50 touchdowns, I'm just like, yo, like this is money in the bank. You're going to be relevant for 10 years, barring 15 years, barring a major injury. I just don't see like the kind of like, and I'm not a Chiefs fan, so maybe it's different. But I just, I mean, show you are. I mean, you grew up here, like. But I just, I'm just like, yo, if as a Lions fan, if I had Patrick Mahomes, I'd be like, yo, let's let's get this defense rocking and let's go after it next year. Like, let's go. I just, it doesn't, it just doesn't hit home to me the same it does for you. I'm with that, but I, but I don't even think it's just the Chiefs fan thing. I think it's like Andy Reid. I, if he doesn't win this game, like. Yeah, I start to think about if I want if I honestly put him in the Pete Carroll range of things because I mean that's a good point. I, I can that, see that's that. What, okay, that's what I'm saying. Here's the thing, like, though. Here's the thing, though. If we keeping it a hundred, Pete Carroll's won a Super Bowl. I mean, I he he's already kind of at a level where like no matter what, he's got to like win a Super Bowl to get in the Hall of Fame. That doesn't change whether they lose this week or next week or whatever. Like, yeah, like he needs to like build a Super Bowl team and like win a Super Bowl to like get in or at least you know get to another one. I know Marv Levy got in the Hall of Fame, Bud Grant. I, but but Marv Levy went to four Super Bowls. Bud Grant went to four, I think. Yeah, yeah. So like that's there's a there's a standard there. Okay, so I mean it's not like he doesn't know that. Uh, I just I've always kind of just assumed, and this is bad, but it's. Is true because I I know how weak the defense is in certain spots that it will come back to bite them. It could at least come back to bite them in the playoffs, and they have to retool this offseason. I've like been mentally prepared for that, but if Chiefs fans aren't, I understand why. You got the MVP, who's the best player in the league. I get it, man. I'm with it. I understand it. And on Monday, if they lose, you guys are gonna have a great show. I know you want to move, but it'll feel. It feels like Marty. It feels like he would be in the Marty territory. You think you guys will? Yeah, a, you know a what? Really I good, see that. A really good coach, but you know Marty Dan Reeves, like right, like right there. Instead of what I think he is, the only thing that I think of like, I mean, this is horrible. I, oh, the most like chiefy thing that could happen is like, what if like it would take like an injury to Patrick or something? Like that's what it would take. Like no, I'm just saying. Like man, that's twice. No, let me say they freak these people out. I think they're pretty worried about it already. That's like, I can't tell you how many people I heard that from already. Like, Chiefs fans are pretty well prepared for, like, disaster. On a way, I'm pretty surprised about. Um, they don't have, like, the just overwhelming sense of, like, eh, they'll never do it. They haven't given up like Lions fans. No. They're still, like, faith, but they're, like, mentally pre- – I, I mean, you kind of pushed back on me on this show last week, but I, I do feel like there's a decent amount of folks that, like, all right, uh, you know, if it can go wrong, it will. I, I do feel there's a decent amount of folks that are ready for that. So what were you sniffing around Arrowhead for earlier today? Because it seemed as if it was a <laughs> lot of, what have you learned from all this heartbreak? <laughs> yeah, I was just trying to get, honestly, man, I, that's hilarious you heard that. I was in there, I was trying. Because uh, Andy's not going to, hey, look, we're going to go for it. You know what I mean? Like, he's he's always doing that, right? So does but, it come up, do you think? I think players talk about it. I do think players talk about it. Now, will Andy address it? That's what I wanted to know. I asked him, like, do you talk about it? And he said, no. I kind of get that. Okay. Because you don't want to – by Andy talking about it, that kind of makes it even more real. Right? I kind of get that. Like, that makes sense to me. 
But I think in their little position groups or whatever, guys that have been around, I'm sure like there's there's kind of a sense of, oh no. You know, I mean there's some guys that have been around, you know. Justin Houston was on that twenty thirteen team. Eric Berry was too. Like there's been guys that were around. Um now the 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 change the team's changed, okay? Like it's not the same team. And the biggest change, the biggest reason to believe is the quarterback. Like if the quarterback is there, it's like, okay, we have a reason to believe that whatever bad juju there is from the past. Uh, here's a guy that can spin away from four people and make a throw he shouldn't. Right. That that really matters. That's the only thing that you – that's the thing you kind of need to keep that from happening in football. You mentioned injuries uh, and Barry. How would you describe your optimism mm. or how fans – their optimism – Hold on, let me hear this. Regarding Barry, Watkins, where them playing and being uh, effective on Saturday. Well, I think it's um... – I think it's I think it's all hands on deck. So if you got any chance of playing, you're gonna play. I know how hard Eric Berry has worked to come back. Um he's he's done a lot to try and get ready to play this game. Just because I know how much he does love the game of football. I'd be surprised if he didn't play. I'm not reporting that, I'm just saying I know him. Sure. I, I just I'd be surprised if he didn't play. These other guys, you know, there's stuff you can do to get a guy ready to play. This is a big game. Like this Got to get to the AFC Championship game. I, you know, you you got this record. Like, at least, I, I think it's going to be all hands on deck. I think most of these guys suit up. I, I, I really do. Um, and I think I think it's going to be up to them to stay mentally tough because Indy's going to punch back. The Chiefs are going to score a lot, and Indy is too. You know, it's, they're going to have to punch back. Show's concern as far as the patience of Patrick Mahomes. I think it's easier to avoid being impatient if you have a healthy a Sammy deck. Watkins. Yeah. That's why I didn't Watkins more than anyone because man Conley I think can get on your nerves with a few of these drops. Sammy seems to have some better hands than Chris Conley where he could make if you take Ty yeah. and Kelsey away I could still get nice with him. Yeah, no, that's why I didn't shoot down what Show said, man. Like that's totally possible. Like you start losing a few guys, like let's say they go out and they got the whole deck, right? Couple first couple series, Sammy leaves with like whatever. Like it's like he's out. Then it's like it'll be a little bit like pe- Texas Tech Patrick, where I got to score every down. It I got to score every series. Like there's a reason to be worried about this. Like this that's what I'm saying. Like this is not an ordinary uh, five seed. Like it's not. Like this team six. is six. Yeah, this is this is a good team, man. Like these guys are well coached. They have an elite quarterback, and they have a defense that you can kind of get stuff on, but they don't really give up big stuff. Like this is a team that can come in here and win. Like this is not an this is not a typical, you know, regular matchup, man. It's not. This is not a typical divisional round matchup for the top seed. Three other games coming up this week and around the NFL. We'll get to that and your chance to win $1,000 next on the Therese Paler Show. All right, here's your final chance of the day to win $1,000. It's our 1000 on the 30s National Cash Contest. Text the word FREE, F-R-E-E, to 72881. That's F-R-E-E, FREE, to 72881. Message and data rates may apply. Your next chance to win is tomorrow morning, 7.30 on Fesco in the morning. We are the only station in the city talking Chiefs, talking playoffs, and, of course, giving you a chance to win from 7A to 7P, uh, $1,000 in the National Cash Contest. Let's look around the NFL. Uh, Let's begin in the other half of the AFC bracket. Uh, Patriots, Chargers. 
I think I like the Chargers. Oh, you really weren't on that word. I meant it when I said it, and the more I've thought about it. I, yeah. I could see it. Like I, Ingram looked scary dude, in that game. Melvin Ingram is the best player most people outside the AFC West have never heard of. Um, here's the thing. I agree with you. I think the Chargers have a good chance to go in there and win. Would I ever pick somebody <laughs> to go into the place where the phones don't work in January? No, I wouldn't do that. This is New England. Two this weeks. is Gillette Stadium. I ain't doing that. Two weeks to prepare? Nuh-uh. No way. But they have some things going for them, starting with the fact that Patriots offense still the weapons around Tom Brady, not as good as they used to be. They're going to throw the ball to Gronkowski, but the problem is I watched the tape of Gronkowski versus Jamal Adams, the jet safety, who's excellent, a few maybe a month ago. Adams shut him down. He looks like the Frankenstein monster. Jamal Adams is a good player, and they've got, and the Chargers have somebody like that in Derwin James. So that's a fast defense. They get after it. They keep it simple. I don't think there's going to be a lot of blown coverages. Um, you know, there's a chance they can go out there and just beat those guys. Uh, I think Phillip Rivers needs it. You talk about people who need it. Phillip Rivers needs this game. You know, he's a Hall of Fame candidate based on numbers that a lot of people want to vote for because he's been so good to the media. Already, I, I swear that's part of it. I'm guessing. Um, but he kind of needs like that big signature win. He needs to get to the AFC Championship game. He needs to get to a Super Bowl. You know, he needs to kind of get, he needs to do some of this stuff. So he's going to, I bet you he plays pretty well. Um, they've also got four receivers. Like their receiving core is really strong between Keenan Allen, Tyrell Williams, Big Mike Williams, and uh, uh, Travis Benjamin. These guys can really get after you. So, you know, they got more than enough weapons. Gordon doesn't look the same, but they have enough weapons to stress a Patriots defense that doesn't really rush the passer that well. Like that's a hard place to go in and win, but it's totally possible that the Chargers could be hosting the AFC Championship game next week if Frank Reich and Andrew Luck pull this game out of their tail. Like it could happen. Like that, and then the NFL would just be like, "Oh, they, they got the AFC Championship game in this twenty thousand seat stadium." Like that would be hilarious. But it's something that could happen. Um, it's a scenario. Um, would I bet on it happening? No, I would take the Patriots in January at home yeah. all the time. But I, but I, you don't seem convinced, show. But that's a different. It's a good team. They're thir- they're twelve and four for a reason. Oh, they have they have a chance. They okay. can go in there. They no, I think I have a chance. It's not good enough. Yeah, they yeah. can. No, they, I'm picking they've the Patriots. They've got the same but. chance. I think the Colts have of beating the Chiefs. I I, I say that. That's they, a good question. Do you do. agree, Vern? I think that. Well, hell yeah, Vern thinks they're going to win. I, I think they have that that good of a chance, but it's just hard hmm. for me to give to to give Belichick two weeks. Yeah, I, and, I can't and, ever and, and go then, against and that. And then Tom to get. I, I got to be wrong about that. I'll just be yeah, wrong. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll take that one. Yeah. I'll be wrong betting on them. All right, so percentage wise, Vern, what would you say is the Chargers' chance of winning? 55. What would you say is the Colts' chance of winning? 40. You, Vern, you show. Chargers. Uh, Chargers. 45. I like that. I, I agree with that. 45. Okay. And, and I'd say about the same for the Colts. I actually would, too. How about that? That's Sean nice. and I actually agree. I, that's nice. That's pretty nice, right? Even you, like, that's pretty good. show right now. That's pretty good right there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, look, I think that I think that it's going to be a great weekend of football. Like it, The last weekend was pretty awesome with the wild card games, but these are two teams with really interesting matchups. One other thing I'll mention um, – the 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 Chargers defense is really fast. You know, one thing that they have that eh, 
I don't know if they're going to be able to block these guys, those two edge rushers. And Joey Bosa yeah, and Mel Ingram. Not, yeah. You know, and Bosa didn't even go off in the last game. That was Ingram. Like, these guys can really get after you. Um, so it's going to be really interesting. Like, we're going to learn a lot about football and scheme, seeing how the Patriots try to attack these guys. Because I don't really like – this is crazy. I don't really like any of their, like, personnel matchups against the Chargers outside of, like, maybe, you know – Edelman uh, in the it, slot. If it, he's, if and, he's and, like, healthy. the running back catching the ball. Now, and the, that, you know, yeah. James White. Like, that's kind of all I like for them. Like, if they win it, it would be completely Belichickian. Therese, what do you think of John Harbaugh's decision to stick with LeBron? That's John, guys. We know. We're not talking about Jim. We're not talking about Jim. We don't got. We don't. People don't care about us ranting about Jim. We do. We do a show about it. There's some wild stuff happening up in Ann Arbor right now. John Harbaugh's decision. (laughs) What did you all think about? What did you think about John Harbaugh's decision? We couldn't help it. We should tell him about the moment where you mentioned John Harbaugh. John and we me both went off on Greg Madison. We <laughs> just took it without without missing a beat. We no, looked at each other and knew those Michigan eyes together. I mean, yeah. You suckered me. It into was doing it. <laughs> it was amazing. All right, so John Harbaugh sticking with Lamar Jackson had to do it, right? People were clamoring for Lamar for for Flacco at halftime. The game was still close. The time to make the switch was like the fourth quarter when they were down 20 to three. Like, if you were going to do it, that's when you do it. Um, like, if it's a game of Madden, I feel like most people are like, okay, like we got to throw it down. Like, we do it. But this is not Madden. This is, this is real life. And to me, it seemed like the kind of move you make when you're going to stick around, you know? Because sticking with Lamar Jackson in that moment is something that's going to pay off in 2019. Come on. That was really, really important. You don't just. It, not only for Lamar and showing confidence in him, like, hey, you're our guy. We believe you can beat this team passing the football. And for him to have those two scores at the end was really important. But it wasn't just for that. It changed the entire offseason na- narrative for Lamar Jackson. Because now it's like, yeah, Lamar's got to get better as a thrower. But you know, man, he's really electric. You take him out in that moment, there's a lot of doubt about whether or not Lamar Jackson can beat you when it really matters. 12 more months of, uh, I don't know, they get into the playoffs next year. Well, can he beat you throwing the ball? It would have become a thing. It could have become a mental thing. And I, I think it said a lot to Lamar. I think it said a lot to his teammates and, and Flacco, too. Subversive Flacco standing on the sideline with his helmet on. Mm-hmm. Unbelievably disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, said, it sent well, a message. That too. It, said, it sent a message that this is our guy. And I think it changed the offseason juju around Lamar. And I, I'm glad that for him – and even the Ravens, because they stuck with him, that they made the move and he's able to lead them to some points because it changes the whole deal for that guy. You had to. You remember we were texting back and forth. When it happened, we were seeing reports that Lamar was sitting down with the towel over his head. And Joe, God, now that you know, ah, what an ass. It's warming up. <laughs> that was awful. Uh, on the, during halftime, trying to make people believe. Like, it's more than about this year It is to me. Yeah. Like, if you – I said to you, I said – if they switch quarterbacks, then they need to either fire or move Ooh. on past Harbaugh or draft a new quarterback because that was going to fracture that rela- relationship forever. And I think the quarterback and head coach relationship, there has to be real trust. If I'm your first-round pick, the trust now. It all, yeah. he'll run through a wall. Yeah. If, 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 you're, if I'm your first-round quarterback, I didn't got us to the playoffs. We were 6-1 and one since I took over. And the only game we lost to was a game to the number one seed on the road that we had mm. down and beat. And you after know, a half, 
I can't stay in the game. You know, for I, Joe Flacco. You know, I think it. I think it also speaks to the amount of respect for Lamar's teammates had for him, like because they backed him up. That, I mean, that that the 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 sideline reporters saying like Ravens fans behind the bench were calling for Flacco and for cornerback Jimmy Smith to walk up to them and like tell them, "Hey, why you think we're here? It's because of that guy." Like I don't I don't hear a whole lot of stories like that except for like Marcus Peters. <laughs> Hey, what he did in L.A. But, like, you kind of don't hear a bunch of stories like that. That kind of let me know that's Lamar's team. Lamar's still a kid. You know, he's like 21 or something. Isn't he like 22? He's, he turned 22 today. Yeah, he's, like, he's, he's a kid, you know. So it's going to be a while yeah, before just... he completely, like, before he completely, like, taps into, like, everything he's got as a passer. But you did see the creativity as a thrower that's important. He's not packed. Like, we know that. But, like, a few of those throws he made on the run were create creative. And, like, those are the kind of throws Dak started to make. Um, and we'll get to them in a second, I'm sure. But those are the kind of throws that, in the playoffs, guys, you need your quarterback to make. And I think that with armed with this knowledge of how you got to prepare better, how you got to be ready to throw, I think that he'll come back in 2019 as a better quarterback. Yeah, your thoughts on Dak and also whether or not Foles' magic comes to an end this week. And that's next on the Therese Paler Show. Welcome back to the Therese Paler Show with your host of the Yahoo Sports NFL podcast, senior NFL writer for Yahoo Sports. He is Therese Paler. Bruce Weber Show coming your way at 7 o'clock and then Bink at night tonight, 8 o'clock right here on your football station, 610 Sports Radio. Uh, Lynn Elliott will join Fesco oh in the morning. My. Tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., Miles and Lee Summit called during the break and wanted to know if that was really worth the bad juju that it could bring to Kansas City. Ooh. <laughs> I guess we'll find out tomorrow at about 8.15. We'll see how good of an interview Lynn uh, Elliott gives. You know, it might be a soul-cleansing type of thing, man. We'll mm, see. Look at that. Yeah. It might be. Positively. I, I do think it's interesting that this is the year. Is now That he said okay. They got a killer quarterback now. Yeah, I mean. Trust they tried. Elvis Gerback still said no. Yeah. Yeah. Well. He led us right to the end. Yeah. <laughs> Elvis wasn't very popular here. Is this yeah. it for Nick Foles this weekend? Does it finally stop? Or does he march his way back to the NFC title game? I mean, look, I'm picking the Saints, but they're the defending champs. And one thing I actually like for them, they got embarrassed by the Saints, dude. Like, it was a month ago. That means something. Like, this, that's a, like, look, when you're the defending champ and you're an athlete and you get embarrassed like that, there's no way that same team is going there. This week, no one's going to pick them to win. They're the defending champs. This is a nobody believes in us game. I bet you they go in there and they play really well. They're not going to be intimidated by the Dome. They played in a Super Bowl. They won in a Super Bowl. They're going to be able to just let them hang. You know, they're going to be able to just let it roll, baby. Um, I, I really – I think the Eagles are going to give those guys a good game. Um, good, aggressive defense. Now, the Saints are going to pick on Avante Maddox. You know, Mr. Maddox had a long day against the Bears. So if the Bears are able to do it, wait till Drew Brees gets on. I mean, he might see Michael Thomas every play. You know what I mean? Um, and so, look, I, I think that it's going to be a good game. I, I do expect the Eagles to fully, you know, give – it'll be a respectable showing for the defending champs. But the Saints are the better football team. Their defense has started to come around. They've got, you know, number two in the MVP race in Drew Brees. Alvin Kamara, no one can defend him. There's nobody can do it. Um, it, it's a good team. They're probably going to make the Super Bowl. They're at home. I mean, it, it, that's the kind of game where, you know, they should feel pretty good about where they're at because they are the better team. 
And did Dak Prescott earn the contract? Did he earn the big time contract with that win this weekend? My co-host on the pod had my the, my co-host on the Yahoo NFL podcast, Charles Robinson. I asked him that exact question, and he was actually at the game. So I just you know because sometimes like the eye test is different no than what we see on TV. Yeah. And I thought his answer was perfect. He was like, he moved closer to it, right? Like he moved closer to that. Um, the the numbers didn't really back up the creativity. I thought he kind of played with. He made some nice throws. He was running. He was kind of doing some stuff. Um, I think if you're the Cowboys, it's an interesting situation because he's showing the kind of creativity you want in a quarterback, but I wonder how much he's going to ask for because it's very clear to me that even if he progresses as a quarterback, there there will there is a certain number you can pay him where like it's going to hurt your team. Whereas what you're just not going to pay Pat is that you, whereas like no you're going to pay him two hundred million dollars like that's it and you're going to just own it and be good with it because you're not going to refine someone as good as him. I mean, if if Dak Prescott's asking for, you know, you ah, kind of got to be like, all right, how much are you really looking for here, buddy? Like, how, where where is this number coming in at? Like, are you trying to be Patrick Mahomes money? Like, are you trying to be Jimmy G money? Or are you going to come to something a little bit more commensurate with what we need to put around you to make sure you look good? Yeah. And if the answer to that is no, we want that upper tier upper upper tier money if I'm the Cowboys I'm looking at quarterbacks in this draft or next year you know I, I'm looking at Drew Locke or something like yeah. that because there there does come a point where you can pay a quarterback too much money um compared to how how much value he brings your team I'm gonna ignore that Drew Locke comment but I was I'll say oh, this Kansas guy are you kidding Drew well, Locke not, is very Kansas can't, Drew Locke is very talented I'm not ready to pull the the plug on Dak Prescott for Drew Locke. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. But real, but real quick, before, Hold we get, on. before we get to that. Not even quick. with the qualifier about what if he's asking for $35 million a year? Well, listen, we're going to be, on. We're gonna be honest on. with ourselves. He's not going to be that. Like, Dak's not going to be the highest paid quarterback. It's not going to work. I don't think that. we really have an idea. I don't like think, what, now, he's he's going to get paid. That's you're paying $30 million a year? I, listen, no. Who, who, what's the high right now? He's he's not getting over would you, Rogers. Would you pay Would you pay him twenty five million a year? Yes, you that, would do that. That that, that, uh, that, I, that and 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 that's well, what Jerry's going to do. That's what I was going to say. Jerry loves Dak. Jerry has already come out and what? said he's going to do. Let's, that. Let's, let's ignore what Jerry would do. I want to know let's what Show would do. What? I want to talk about what Show would do. Like, do you think you would feel good paying him twenty five million a year? Yeah, I would pay him twenty five million. That what because about you, that's because that's a winner. Yeah, that's not, but Ooh. that's not, but that's not backbreaking though. That's not. Ooh. That's less than. That's less than you all have, the quarterbacks that are here's left. The thing. You got a guy that gives you a chance, here's man. You got to hang on to it. That's the running rate though. Here's right the, now, here's the thing though. They got a lot of money tied up in this offensive line already. They're gonna have to pay Ezekiel Elliott, and they're gonna have to pay Amari Cooper. We've already seen that without Amari Cooper. That is Dak Prescott's not the same player. Yeah, you got him. So you gotta pay Ezekiel Elliott and you gotta pay Amari Cooper. Now you're gonna pay Zach too? Yeah. How are you gonna build like this team around? I my point is if it's more than twenty five, even at twenty five, you're thinking about it. But if it's more than twenty five, which it very well may be, depending on how he plays in this next upcoming game and how he plays next year, this is something you gotta think about. This is not a slam dunk. Now Therese, there's one thing that we know. You can't play around with that position. I know you can't play around if you got if you got because it gets really expensive really quick position, or you but, just or you just get stuck. Guys, you're gonna say guys, I'm gonna take a chance with Drew Lock. Alrighty, guys, I think you bet. I think you better think twice about it though. I 
because you could hamstring your team for a long time. It's not like they don't have guys they got to pay. They got guys they're already paying in Ezekiel Elliott to be up soon. So will Amari Cooper. They're, they're going to have to do some real cap gymnastics to make this thing work. And my point is, it's something you got to think about. Yeah, you got to think about it. You talk about Patrick Mahomes getting paid. Uh, how is Cliff Kingsbury about to get NFL I don't, money? I don't know. It's, is that because of Pat? It's upsetting to me. I don't know. It should be. He was 30 and 40 as a college coach. He's very – look, he's – He's, he's kind of got, like, the look, though, right? He's He looks like Sean McVay. He coached Patrick Mahomes. He knows the air raid. You know, he looks, like, I – He looks I, a little bit better than you know, Sean McVay, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm not here to judge that. He's I don't really know. He's a little taller. I'm, oh, I could judge it. I don't know. I, I'm just saying, yeah, you know. Some sunglasses. <laughs> he's put together now. I don't, I, but that's the joke right now. I mean, they're, they're in the same class. Is, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, are you – do you know Sean McVay? Yes, it. no, I, I know. Uh, look, man, I don't know. I, I don't know – how the problem with hiring like a pure college coach is that like coaching men is a whole different deal. And like that's <laughs> right. like coaching grown men is a whole di- like you expect <laughs> them to get in college poorly. You expect them to an NFL job. You expect you those cats to be able to Mayfield. come in there and like command that room. I mean, yo, I hey man, I what like what do you know about the NFL game? You like, times, they, they're gonna many, you really think like some of those defensive cats like what's he gonna tell? You know, let's think of the Cardinals. Let's, what's he going to tell Patrick Peterson? You know, or like. Apparently, it's go- easy to tell Patrick Peterson things because he was convinced <laughs> fair to enough. stick it out in Arizona. Fair enough. That was awful. Fair enough. Um, you ain't lying. I that, yeah, that was up. fair enough. I had, okay, what's the he going to tell? How does he go tell Chandler Jones? Go. Not yet. <laughs> he goes to Denver. Fair what's enough. he going to tell Von Miller? Yeah, right. exactly. Right. Like, or even. No, that. But I mean. You know, or even the Jets. Like, even Jamal Adams. You know, like, Jamal Adams is a pretty alpha dude to be 24 years old. But, like, like, Todd Bowles has to be looking. I did all – I did what Kingsbury did in college, but I did it in the pros. There's a and lot I can of guys. defense. There's a lot of guys with better resumes than Cliff Kingsbury. Well, Dave Tobe is rolling. You know, around. you know, like, somebody – well, not even just him. Like, if you're Eric Bieniemy, you're just like – That's a good one. Really? 20 years as a coach? I've been grinding. Been grinding, like, legit. And, like, word – like, that's how you're playing right, it now? Like, right. word – like – there's a lot of dudes in the NFL that should be legitimately like, upset. Matt LaFleur, the new guy that it's reported is going to be the Packers head coach, I mean, the OC from the Titans. I what I wrote a column a few weeks Titans? ago. It yeah. seems like Aaron Rodgers just became the head coach. By right? the way, the Titans, a team that I'm pretty sure threw for the fewest amount of touchdown passes in the NFL this year. Like, Go look at Marcus Mariota's stat line this year. He stunk. Like, I, I'm just saying – I wrote a column a few weeks ago about how teams are going to miss on good candidates trying to find the next Sean McVay and Matt Nagy. And what are we seeing now? Like, some of these feel a little bit reachy. Not to say Matt LeFleur won't be a good coach. He very well might be. But I'm just saying, now it's like, eh, we don't really know. We don't really know. Now, it goes to your Wayne Fonts article that you wrote. It goes to when everyone was picking off the Patriots tree and just there's a few bad apples on there. and we're picking off the Titans tree. That, but he's the who's picking off young the, off, the I, Titans. No, tree. but he's the young offensive coordinator who's a good-looking dude. Right. That you know, like dude, dude, like this is where it's at, and it's gonna take some of these guys to fail for these cats to get off. I just off know. Of I, well, I don't. Well, you think it would? You think? Hey, Cliff, how many how many times you finished over five hundred at Texas Tech with Baker Mayfield? Like that's one of the Patrick first Mahomes questions. and Davis Webb, three quarterbacks who are in the league right now twice. <laughs> oh, okay. And like one thing, oh, I think, I, like I think we're forgetting too, like. <laughs> I think it's a little disrespectful to Andy Reid to just assume like Cliff Kingsbury can just call the air raid and be good in the NFL. 
Like, yeah, the Chiefs run a lot of shotgun, but Andy Reid is a certified, no matter what you want to say about his negatives, which we know, he is a certified play calling, bona fide, his bona fides as a play caller, as a quarterback developer, as somebody who knows how to form an offense to fit a quarterback's best skill set, undefeated that way. You can't take anything. You can call him someone who can't manage games. You can say all kinds of stuff, but like as a play caller, as someone that can call an offensive game and develop the quarterback, he's peerless, okay? And to just be able to assume, I think it's disrespectful to what he's done with Patrick Mahomes to fit him in on the NFL level. I just, oh, man, the Kingsbury, I like Cliff Kingsbury, too. Like, he even sent me, like, 22 tape of Patrick Mahomes when he didn't have to do it. Like, I, I, it's not like I don't like, I like Cliff, good guy. But, like, I just don't think that, whew, Cliff I mean, better be a damn offensive coordinator whew. first. I mean, that's what before. I thought would be the logical. I think, like, if you're, if you're like, the ideal fit for NFL team, hire a good coach in general. Hire BNME or hire somebody. I don't care. Hire Vic Fangio, somebody. Hire a good coach and make sure they come with Cliff Kingsbury as the offensive coordinator. I, I thought that's how you would do it, but I guess not. Yeah, no wonder Cliff sent you a video of Pat. I want all the credit for this guy. <laughs> he knew what he was. He oh, had it no. right. Again, uh, follow him on Twitter at Therese Paler. You'll read his work at Yahoo Sports. And the Yahoo Sports NFL podcast, you can find that as well online. And, of course, following him on Twitter at Therese Paler. Therese, thank you very much. We will hear you tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon on The Drive. And then, of course, Thursday at 830 on Fesco in the morning. Enjoy your week. Yes, sir. Coming up next, it is the Bruce Weber Show. Show and Vern tomorrow at 10 a.m. Bink at night comes your way at 8 o'clock right here on your football station, 610 so Sports Radio. God, you're so good at this. Don't do that. God, you're so good at this. Somehow, Vern, Therese has reached the point of saying things like you do, negative, and I get blamed for it. It's good. (laughs) You should. I didn't say Pat was getting injured. You deserve it. Yeah, you better knock on some wood. Show curse. It's real. How would you like your tax return money earned? 